0: This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. You're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we're joined by filmmaker Layla Wills. Layla is talking about her newest film, her newest documentary, Trapped in a Culture. Layla, how are you?
1: I'm good. How about you? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, you're
0: welcome. You're welcome. I am um, – I, I had the opportunity to uh, to check out um, just a little bit about um, – just a little bit of the background, you know, surrounding your newest documentary that, you know, you're doing some crowdfunding for. And um, it's very eye-opening, the work that you're mm-hmm. doing. Um, tell me – I guess for our listeners, tell us, you know, what led you to want to do this project? Um, because when we're talking about, um, you know, child molestation and, and rape in in the hip hop community, in uh, and, and rap community, um, it's it's really something that a lot of people don't know happens that, that goes on. Uh, what was it that led you to, to
1: to to dive into this topic and to really just expose what's going on, will you? Yeah, well, thank you for having me on because um, people like you can help. It uh, spreads the word because, like you said, a lot of us uh, didn't know, and I was one of those people who didn't know what was um, what had taken place over the course of many years, uh, apparently, you know, according to these men who say they have been uh, victims. So uh, what led me to it was I am, in Chicago, I have a newspaper, and I was transferring, and it was a print version at that time, and I was transferring the paper over into uh, video, video news. I was going to start doing production, and um, that's when, you know, I was just listening to uh, Shot 97 at the time. I used to live in New York, and um, his name is Star. Uh, He's a broadcast journalist like yourself out of New York, and I was in Chicago and listening to his show and he had uh the first person uh his name is Ronald Savage uh and the first person who came out publicly like in the media about being he said that he had been sexually abused as a child as a, a minor by one of the founding fathers in hip hop and i just followed the story because it was just so shocking and um as i told you i had a, a newspaper so i got in touch with everybody involved uh Starr ended up having a series of people on his show who said who also came forward to say that they had been abused, so I ended up getting in touch with everyone so that I could do a story on it to spread the word here in Chicago and it just uh it just morphed into the documentary because no well a lot of print media did print um did pick up on it or online media i should say rolling stone billboard magazine the new york daily news lots of uh outlets vice magazine uh picked up on it but it never did it it came and it, it kind of went and no one seemed to be interested in doing a film on it and so that's how i ended up doing it. i said well somebody has to do a film on this because this is just too important and just keep in mind the time that this story broke was in 2016 which was one year before the me too movement took off.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Um
0: it, it's just it's crazy that this has been such a culture for so long. Um why do you feel that it was such a secret? Why do you think people what why, why do you feel like it has taken so long to come to light because it feels like it's like it's like it is a cult, like it's just been covered up, and you know almost something akin to like the stuff that's going on with the Catholic Church um It's been years since you know this stuff happened, but you know it's like people have gone through uh, painstaking lengths to protect
1: these men um Why do you think that's so? Well, one reason is is um because they this group um so the 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 alleged um the person who who is being accused is africa bambada he's one of the three founding fathers um this is the storyline that we've all been given over over many years um one of the founding fathers of hip-hop there's only three like there's three founding fathers of hip hip hip-hop africa bambada cool herc and grandmaster flash so in recent years a lot of media has been um coming out on on the early days of hip hop you know Netflix had a, a um i was about to say a joint a movie on called the get down <laughs> and uh like many many things you know there's love in hip hop there's this in hip hop like hip hop that has turned into a billion dollar industry so in the early years, it seems that this was kept quiet because this was there this was a culture this this alleged pedophile behavior was kind of a culture with this group. Africa Bambaataa started his own group called the Zulu Nation, and he is was the supreme ruling force of this group. And they they uh, were made up of like criminals, um, people who had who, who were doing crime, who had served time, and then um, the children in this poor bro- uh, project in the Bronx. And then hip hop became a craze. And so now Bambada gets a record deal and all these other things, and it just seems that this culture that was going on started to be kept under the rug because of uh, money. You know, people had deals and money on the table, and and they were the first family of hip-hop, and, um, you know, they would have a Zulu anniversary every single year, and all the top entertainers in hip-hop would come and and pay homage to the Zulu nation and um, Africa Bambada so the only reason that we know what these guys are saying took place was because the story broke um because the victims themselves came forward and that's how journalists and other people became aware of this story and uh we're all still trying to spread the message you know it, like i said it was a, it hit a big cres- crescendo in 2016 but with the film now in production, it's actually in post-production, it's starting the conversation up again, you know, just as, you know, I think the community, you know, I'm hoping the community will rally around this film the same way that, that people have embraced the victims of the Catholic Church and other uh, organizations that have come to light.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and it, it's uh, it's crazy to think because, like you said, you know, along with Cool Herc, um, you know, he's one of the you know, the founding fathers of hip hop. And it's crazy to think that, you know, perhaps if if he weren't, you know, it's almost, you know, like people always say, you know, if Hitler were never born, you know, these, you know, the Holocaust would have never happened. And I think it's, you know, looking at, you know, Africa, Nevada, you know, I really feel like, you know, if he had never, I guess, come to power and had never, you know, been, you know, a founding, you know the person in the hip hop community i I feel like perhaps some of these atrocities these these things that happened to these kids you know would have never happened and so it's really really tough i mean as a filmmaker i'm um, I'm assuming that this was probably really hard for you emotionally and mentally um you know doing this film because you know you you uncovered so much stuff. how did you deal with? You know, just uncovering such—you know—just the things that you uncovered. I mean, I can't even imagine what that would have done to you. Um, how did you deal with it as as the filmmaker?
1: Yeah, it, it has been really difficult um, because when you do, because not only are you—you um, know—and these are these are black guys. Like these are black guys from uh, right, the projects. Right. In in the Bronx, like these are the throwaways of society that no one cares if they make it out of the project. No one cares if they just go straight to jail. Nobody, you know, nobody cares. Just just keep them out of my way, and and I'm good, you know. So um, the, these these guys, when you listen to their stories, it is really heartbreaking because, um, and I don't I don't make a comparison with with victims, but in this, in our case with this these guys, you know, broken homes drug abuse um you know domestic violence it's just all kinds of things going on and, and poverty you know just extreme poverty so it was very heartbreaking because i'm from a similar area myself so i you know these these guys are just could have been anybody i i grew up with and um so then you have so on top of hearing them with your personal stories you you now you start to do the due diligence research on the issues themselves and then when you start finding out the statistics you know that it's not really uncommon at, at all you know like the the most recent data i think shows that one in six boys are molested are sexually abused while they're minors and and we have to remember that we're it's not always the the four and the five year old you know, minors that are not able to consent to any adult act, uh, like in the state of New York is up to 17. Like they couldn't cons- consent. And here they were under the control of this person who he was like 20 years older than some of these victims and then his, uh, bodyguards and all these other people were, were just as old as, as he was. So it's like child exploitation at its best. So it was, it, it is really hard. Um, and I'm glad, you know, that the film is almost about to see, you know, the light of day, and that the the conversation will continue because it it is a lot of powerful information in it, you know. And then and then you're dealing with the the, the origins of hip hop. Like now we have to correct the record there. Like so, what really was going on? in those days, who really did what, because we've really just been going off on oral history. Like, no one documented this, that, any other, you know, there may be flyers from the party days and, and that kind of thing. But but I just found out that we've all just been believing a lot of folklore, you know, so the film is looking at that, too.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You, you hit on something there, and, and I, too, believe that, you know, we have – a duty to get it right, you know, to tell the the true history and to put it as a stone of what, what really happened because, like you said, oral tradition is big you know, around the hip-hop community and so um, I, I think, you know, you you hit it on the nail there when you said, you know, getting it right and you know, finding out what really happened. Um, what's the biggest take that you want people to get from this film? Because I know that um, you you also touched on something about you know the 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 men that you know are accused of perpetrating these these acts. Um, you know you said they were the throwaways of society and you know oftentimes just forgotten. Um, what's the biggest takeaway that you want people when they to, when they see your film for the very first time that that you want them to take away from from this film?
1: Well, an important issue, um, because we're not just going to uh, document these problems and, you know, break everybody's heart and then there's nothing that we can do. Um, The most important agenda on on the table is to show – this film is going to show another example of – Child sexual abuse. There's, there are, you know, we had the Sandusky situation. Um, there's a high school in New York, uh, Christ the King Hosti- uh, High School. There's many instances of of people who were in positions of power exploiting the young people that were under them. And this film, I hope people will um, join the the movement, which is to end the statute of limitations on child sexual abuse. Meaning that um the science, when the, we have laws on, on the books, right? And so when the statute of limitations was attached, and let's say, let's take New York for example, uh, in New York, if you were abused as a child, if you don't come forward by the time you're 23 years old, you now have no chance of pr- pressing charges against that person or pursuing them even in a civil suit. So the, but now we have science and data, and more studies have been done that victims of child sexual abuse, male and female, sometimes don't come forward until they're almost fifty years old. so at that point, uh, should a person still be able to pursue or name their perpetrators? should they be able to go to court? should they be able to pursue them civilly? now, the importance of this is let 's Let's say a person reaches the age of 40, as one of them did in in this case, and they come forward, but not like uh, to the police or anything. They just finally just, you know, you hit rock bottom for whatever reason it is, and you come forward with your story. So they come forward, and the benefit of the legislation is that you get to name the perpetrator, because the science also shows that people who are uh, guilty of these kinds of crimes, they don't stop these kinds of crimes. Like, they will continue sexually abusing children all the way until um, they're in their 80s, like until they die, and then they have um, uh, child pornography and different things like that. So if you are 40 years old and your accuser is now 60 plus, you may not have the evidence to get a conviction, like unless there are other witnesses, unless maybe he confesses or whatever the case may be. But the benefit of the public is that this person has now been named. You have now protected other children. You've now alerted the community. You've now let other parents know, like, hey, my kid takes music lessons with this guy, you know. So so there is a benefit. So the biggest thing – for the um people watching the film is that they just have to get in touch with their legislators. The statute of limitation is um up for debate across the country, you know, so this is some an issue that all responsible adults should be aware of and involved in, in my opinion.
0: I I absolutely I completely agree. Um
1: I wanted to ask you, do you know
0: um Where the legislation is at now in terms of uh, potentially changing so that, um, you know, that there is no statute of limitations? Because I know that um, a lot of people are, you know, wanting, and I'm in agreement with this, but wanting to pass, you know, an act that would lift those statutes of limitations. Are we close to that, or are we still some ways away?
1: Well, we are very state by state. So in Illinois, I'm from Chicago, so in in Illinois, our Attorney General, she pushed um, some legislation that lifted the the statute of limitations on um, felonious felonies and different things. It it, it varies state by state. So what I understand what's going on in New York now is that there are um, many people and organizations pushing the Child Victims Act, and with that act, they would Provide this, this legislation would provide a window. So maybe the statute of limitations has not disappeared forever, but now, hey, you may have one year or two years for you to now, if you're ready to come forward to name your perpetrator and pursue civil or, or criminal charges against them. So we're, it, it's a small, it's a fight. It's, uh, it's baby steps. It, it's a win over here. Uh, 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 we'll get back to it next year over there kinds of things, but that's only because there's not enough of a public push. Like, they work for us, the legislators, and so we, that's why I thank you for having me on this. These are the things that the public, the interest should be, but they're just not aware. So we have to do as much awareness as possible, and any, anyone who knows about it, I'm sure, would am mind emailing their, their legislators to tell them, hey, we need to pass this bill and get rid of the statute of limitations.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and, uh, you know, this sounds super cheesy, but, you know, knowledge is power, and, um, you know, there's also saying that people perish for lack of knowledge, and, and I feel like that's more than just physically. I feel like, you know, without proper knowledge on, you know, topics such as this, I mean, people just, they don't know how to protect their loved ones, their friends, their family, Um I wanted to ask you, for our listening audience, what can people do? I know you mentioned getting in touch with, you know, legislators. Um, that would be, I'm assuming, you know, uh, your state representatives. Um, can, they, can there be anything else done? Uh,
1: yeah, I think it is the, your state reps or senators, um, But because, like I said, it is a state-by-state state issue. It's not a city issue, and I, I don't think it's a federal issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, if they would like to help the film itself, um, they could go to Indiegogo and look up Trapped in the Culture. And we also have on uh, Trapped in dot com. And any donation that they could give would help us to get through post-production and get this film out by the end of the year. Um, Pretty soon, the legislators will be breaking for the holidays, and I would like this film to be part of the argument, part of the debate, when they come back in session in January across the country. Here's another example, like for our uh, proponents, you know, the people who are pushing this, here's another example of of long-time people who were saying they were abused and they just are now coming forward. One is forty something. One is fifty. Just one is that age. And because the science proves it, it takes a while. So if anyone could help uh, us get through this this crunch, um, you know, I've spent a lot of money has been spent already. So it's just licensing and so you know some of the legal things that have to be paid for. But Indiegogo.com, uh, trapped in the culture, and um, and the website TrappedInTheCulture.com. Thank awesome. you. That that would be awesome.
0: How how um how um can people donate? Are you are continuing
1: to accept
0: donations before the film?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. We have another uh, um the, the fundraising ends in like two weeks, uh by the end of October and and we we've gotta we've gotta make a dent in it or I don't I I won't say the or but we we just need to get get it going, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Indiegogo they can make their donations there. And they accept uh, credit cards and all that kind of thing. <clears throat> Some people prefer PayPal. And, if, excuse me, if <clears throat> sorry, if anyone wanted to do PayPal, they could do donate at trappedinaculture.com. That's the PayPal, which is also on the website if you didn't write that down.
0: That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I know that sometimes people <clears throat> have a tendency to drag their feet when it comes to crowdfunding. And then sometimes – um, you know, they just miss out on the chance to, to do the crowdfunding site. So uh if they happen to miss the two week window, they can still donate through the PayPal link, correct? Correct. That's right. Yes. Awesome. Um, I just have a few more questions. Um I yeah. wanted to ask you, um, what can what do you think people can do to help victims of um child child molestation and, and sexual abuse? Because I know that it's such a touchy subject um for uh, a lot of people, because you know it's it's something that people i think are inherent- inherently ashamed of i mean the the victims mm-hmm. of it are often oftentimes ashamed, and then people are just ashamed embarrassed, or just leery to talk about it. but I feel like in talking about it, we can help expose the evils to it so that it won't happen anymore um but in your opinion,
1: what do you think what else do you think can be done? Well, that's a big part because it seems like these, uh, the perpetrators, we have all created this silence just around the issue and they are operating like under a rock, like within the silence, within, within the darkness. And we have to create an environment where this is an open issue. It's not acceptable. Um, You'll get to know that if if you are doing this or contemplating doing this, this, there will be penalties. Like they can't always depend on a victim not saying anything. So we have to create an environment that is uh, supportive and welcoming of people who want to tell their stories and come forward because it benefits all of us. It's not just a benefit for the victims, but it, it's for um, possible future victims. You know, we have to create a supportive environment and talk about this, not all the time and just drown people with it, but we, we have to change the legislation and, and let people know this is not okay.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because, uh, you know, letting them know that it's not okay by – being bold and and voicing, you know, speaking up and telling what's happening, I think is good. It exposes a light to that darkness and it it brings accountability um, when when we talk about it. And I feel like that's, like you said, that's a huge part of it. I mean, because you can't hide, I mean, like African Nevada, like, I mean, what, 10 years ago, five years ago, I mean, nobody was talking about this. And now, mm-hmm. you know, with, with your film, you know, you're exposing, you know, what happened, and you know, it, it makes it makes you wonder. It makes you do a double check and say, "Hey, you know, this isn't right. You know, there should be some accountability. Somebody should be punished for what happened." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that that's. I think it's, I feel like that's much needed. I mean, that's something that. Uh, people have been afraid to do, but you know, thankfully, you know, like you had the courage to actually
1: step out and to, to do, do something about it, which is good. Thank you. And and you know, remember at a certain time, hip hop was very prolific yeah. and very yeah. knowledgeable, <laughs> and it was disappointing that the, the hip hop community um, as a whole just completely fell silent on it. But like, I think they were just as shocked um, as, as all of all the rest of us. But to me, not enough of them, uh, came forward to denounce it. You know, like when the Me Too movement took off, then you would have, uh, other, other people and standing for them and giving, making speeches at the Oscars and this, that, and the other. And hip hop has just done nothing of the kind when it comes to one of their founding fathers. And that was really disappointing. So I said, hey, I mean, somebody's got to do it. You you know, we have to do this. I'm sorry, guys, but we're going to have to face this and talk about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can't turn a blind eye to that and, like you said, you know, I find it's very disappointing that you know today's hip hop stars, you know, people that you know are basically prodigies, you know of, you know, Cool Herc, so on and so forth. You know, they they just haven't said anything, you know, and it's really disappointing because, you know, even though you may have learned, you know, or gleaned information on your style. A performance and 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 delivery and flow from these people, you know, it's still wrong is wrong and right is right, and you know you can't be afraid to speak up and to say, you know, hey, this is wrong, this person's wrong. I denounce what they did. I don't stand by them, and I think that that's that's something that you know the average listener, the average person listening to this interview will agree with. That I mean, it's pretty disappointing that. You know, we didn't have more bold voices to stand up and to to denounce what happened. So,
1: yeah, and you know, you know, and I like and listen, Ice T. I like Ice T. Ice T has been on Law and Order Special Victims Unit like for two decades almost, and he he, I I never heard him say anything, and he's not in the film. So it's just like wow, you know, yeah, very bizarre, yeah and then so you know now about the recent allegations with uh Russell Simmons that's another yeah. major person in hip hop especially in yeah. the beginning of hip hop. Absolutely. Yeah, he you know, he he discovered so many
0: artists and I mean, you know, like he's a founder, you might as well say he's he's a founder as well. Definitely. and it's it's really surprising. There I think a couple months ago maybe like Five or six months ago, there was um, some allegations about um, him sexually assaulting, I think, a woman during a Mm -hmm. recording session or something like that. And um, I remember he came onto social media and he apologized. And I feel like it just got swept under the rug. But um, that really raised a red flag with me because I was, you know, I was like, man, this is really bizarre. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know but it's just yeah it's just really takes your breath away i you know I, I feel like you you're just not prepared for some of the names that are going to emerge and there are right. a, a lot more you know
1: of course yes i agree um
0: when you were making this film I, i'm sure you got a lot of pushback um were you ever afraid for your life because i know that you know like you said this is you know it's a lifestyle For a lot of people, and it's not just you know, I guess a job or a genre, but you know, hip hop, you know, rap is it's a lifestyle for a lot of people. A lot of MCs. Um, Did you ever feel threatened, or did you ever feel like,
1: hey, I may have bitten off more than I can chew? You know, I never felt like I was bitten off more than I can chew. Now, the 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 guys um, who are in the film, and they are from this organization, uh, the Zulu Nation they were very much uh, aware and some of them in fear of a uh, reprisal of, of retribution from, from their, you know, because they've, they've been programmed in this group. So I did not have the same program and, you know, I just pressed pressed on and was very respectful and we were all keeping it. We kept the film very quiet, you know, as for as long as we possibly could. And then one of um one person, he was the international spokesman for the Zulu Nation. Um, he made the film public because he he was having an um, an all out fallout with Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation, and he came out um, and said his piece on on this whole thing. And so I went to interview him, and he was killed three weeks after my interview. Oh. And his oh. yeah, so his his interview will be in the film. So it's, um, you know, it, it's not clear, you know, it was an it's listed as an arms robbery. You know, he, he was down in Atlanta, not, at, he's from, from the, um, tri-state area in New York, but, um, he was down in Atlanta and, and some kind of altercation took place with some guys. And these guys, um, as far as we know at this moment are not Zulu. So it's not to say they murdered him, but yes, yeah, that made the danger element, you know, uh, very much real after that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I mean anytime somebody perishes under questionable circumstances it, it definitely, you know, raises the hairs on your arms. You know mm-hmm. it, uh yeah it's, it's something to think about. I um I am I, I I feel like this film is right on time. Um I feel like it's going to really, really bring some much needed accountability um, to to the hip hop scene, um, and I, I feel like the adversity that you had making this film, um, I feel like in the end it's all going to be worth it because I know that you know Field is going to triumph. And the people that you know hurt these children, I mean, they may not face. You know, I'm hoping that something legally can can happen behind this. You know, we never know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, I mean, if anything, you know, the word will be out there, and at least we can, you know, like you said, because exposure brings healing, and it also brings accountability. And so, if anything, you definitely brought exposure and healing, which was much needed, or the process to start the healing, rather. And so – For that, I definitely commend you, and, um, yeah, I just want to thank you so much, you know, for coming on today's show, and uh, I'm all out of questions, but I wanted to open the floor up to you if there's anything else you'd like to say to our listening audience.
1: Yeah, I would like to say that um, if the community, I really, like, just secretly, I really want the community to um, get involved with the film, if they could give a donation of any amount. And the, the donation is not for me. Like, I've already spent as much money as I possibly could, which was 43000 and I just can't. I just don't have it. Otherwise, I would just do it all myself, and then, bam, the film is out. But in their support of the film, it's more than the dollar that they're giving. Like, yes, we need the dollars to, to pay for these, licensing things and all that but it's showing victims that hey i'm validated my story is important people want to hear from me there's other victims who i've talked to who are not in the film and 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 they're just they're just they will they would be right on the verge and then back go back into the shadows and and then they'll become afraid and and I just think that if we just create a more supportive environment, not like hey these people are grown they knew what they were doing and does that you know I just I really hope people um rally behind it and and also if we make our goals and and any excess, there are three organizations where that money's going so if their money's not gonna get flushed. It's going to uh male survivor, a group that works with survivors, male survivors of sexual abuse, uh, weekends of retreat where they take, they've made great progress, these therapists and everyone who takes, uh, these men on, uh, weekends of retreat and it's just the victims, they and their um, help and they have, you know, I don't know everything that goes on, but I've read all of the reviews and, and one of their therapists is in, the film and the final organization is Child USA, and that is led by uh, Marcy Hamilton out of uh, the University of Pennsylvania. She is on the forefront of the statute of limitations uh, debate. She has a think tank, and they help to um, draft legislation. So she's right there with this whole priest debacle in in Pennsylvania that just broke. Like she's at the forefront of that whole. Think so, and for us in our hip hop community, and black people, and people from the projects, and just anyone who cares about this issue, I hope that we can just rally around them as if they were any other um, member of the family. You know, you wouldn't just out there when somebody is sharing their pain with you. <laughs> like, please, absolutely, absolutely. Can can people get a hold of you for screenings? Like, if they want to screen the film. You know, I was thinking of having a few works in progress screenings coming up. Um, so that I, I would like to do something. It would, it, if I'm able to pull it off, um, it would be probably in December. You know, because I really just want to get the film out, and I'm hoping the fundraising drive is only for a couple more weeks, and then you know, whatever I'm working with, then I, I got to just turn it around and, and really try to get the, the film out. Now, once the film is out, um, that may be something to have a screening or, or something, even though they could probably just download it or whatever. So, yeah, I don't have anything set up just yet on on the screen. I
0: wanted to um, also ask you, do you know if the um, film will be available for video on demand um, at any point? Because I know that Um, oftentimes people will list it, you know, on uh, Vimeo or YouTube. Um, Where will the film be available um, once you're done with the funding?
1: Yeah, I haven't narrowed it all the way down yet, but it will be available on as many uh, of of those channels as possible. And then we also have, like, um, iTunes and Amazon Prime and all these different um, outlets. Um, so uh, yeah, i'll yeah. I will definitely keep you informed on that like I'll shoot you an email and you can just like make an announcement or or whatever, but so, I haven't narrowed it down yet. A lot depends on what we're working with because you know none of this stuff is uh free, so I have to just see how we can do it and put it on as many platforms as possible
0: absolutely, absolutely Layla, I wanna thank you so much uh for joining us on today's show um it was truly, truly insightful talking to you and just finding out more about um this whole just manner of things that have taken place. Um I really believe that uh the work that you're doing is is just divine and that um you're you're touching lives in a positive way. And so I am definitely going to be making a donation um to your film and I'm going to put up a link um to your crowdfunding page on the home, on the homepage of our site. I'm going to push you through social media um, as well because I believe in the work that you're doing. And um, I really, really am uh, just grateful, again, to, to be able to speak to you and um, to, you know, get the opportunity to talk to you more about, you know, your passion and your life's calling, which is this. I mean, that you were definitely, I mean, this is definitely something that, you know, you've been graced to do and, uh, you, you do it well, and so I definitely commend you for it, and I just want to say thank you again.
1: Thank you. That is that is so wonderful. I really appreciate all of that. That gives me some fuel for the fire when, when those moments of frustration do come. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I will be, um, you know, any news, you know, I will shoot it to you. I will keep you informed, you know, as we as we push forward. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Layla. Okay, thank you. Talk to you
1: soon. Talk to you soon. That was our exclusive interview with filmmaker
0: Layla Wills. Uh, You can uh, check out the link to her crowdfunding site in the body of this post. Uh, If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We're also available for your mobile devices. Um, We are um, going to um, leave you with some news from the Associated Press. Make sure to log on to our website. It's com. check us out there we've got uh, movie news and reviews we've also got breaking news and review uh, breaking news and so much more that's com. and uh, here is some news from the Associated Press